good people. What's going on? What up? What up? Pull up a chair. Join us at the round table, hip hop round table. Uh-huh. This is Landon Hill on the MIC. We also got Young to my right. Dev. Young right Dev. here in the place to be. There we go. I don't know why we rhyming right now. We just <laughs> took it away old school for whatever reason. Uh, and then, of course, we got up in the bay, Mr. Mylon Drake. Yes, sir. Yes, what's, sir. What's up with it? What's happening with you? Man, I li- literally been in the building and, and in these streets trying to say these kids just came back from Sacramento. So from Sacramento straight to the podcast. It's about mm-hmm. it's about these kids and hip hop. It never stopped. There you go. Why am I rhyming? What's going on? We got a tape coming out. We got a mixtape <laughs> <laughs> <Mixed day, laughs> dropping soon. Uh, Dev, what's up with you, man? Man, I'm good, man. Out here with this wedding planning is <laughs> every week. To get, yeah. Y'all gonna hear that every week every till week. April, yo. <laughs> It's starting to get a little rough, you know. Oh, just now? It's just now getting yeah, rough. Yeah, just now. So, and this, you got a long, you got a long way to go, brother. Like it's, it's coming up, but then you got so much to do. But then it's like, all right, how are we gonna just tackle these things? So, just gotta keep it going. Yeah, man, you, you'll you'll get through it. We all did. Could, you know? We we all made it through, but it's gonna feel like that sometimes. Um, yeah. So we we back uh, another week. Uh, the last episode was definitely, um, you oh, know, man. that was that was that was that a good was, one, some, man. Some Super Saiyan came out of us, you know. That was that was a good that was a good episode. That's what we that's what we do it for. We gotta we gotta tackle those issues sometimes. And I think I mean for me, uh, what I really like was that although you know that's not necessarily a new topic, we hear it all the time. But you know, lately I feel like that's been a topic that's only been talked about by like kind of these white reporters telling black people not to use the word like but we finally got a place again to talk about it amongst black folks and hopefully other people kind of listen and enjoy this so um but yeah so so the last one was was really good um but now we back this week kind of getting right back to to more of directly tied to the music to the industry uh Mylon came to us with a with an idea for this week's uh topic of conversation um so and, and no more listen to my demo is how he described it. But Mylon, go ahead and just give the give the listeners a little bit of insight into uh, what we're gonna be what we're gonna be talking about today. For sure, for sure. Well, you know the the song Landon just referenced. Please listen to my demo by EPMD. Reminded me of the the way it used to be, which was make a demo, um, and you were pushing to get that demo in the hands of a DJ that worked at a radio station because DJ would then play your song on the radio. Um, Just talking about how that's no longer the case. Like if I put my hand, you know, my my demo in the hands of someone at a radio station now, there's policies, procedures that prevent them from, I mean, yes, they do have moments where they play some unsigned hype or something like that, but overall, like that's no longer a platform like of how to get signed it's just it's even if you get your song played it's just honestly it's just out of a, you know me doing you a favor a solid like it's not that's not where you're oh i heard you on the radio like that's not how it goes anymore so the radio the dj has been assassinated or or, or, or dropped down a tier when I say DJ, I mean literal disc jockey, like the person who works at a radio. 
radio station. We've already talked about the assassination of the actual DJ. Like, that's a different story. But uh, podcast probably number 16 or something that we've already discussed. <laughs> right. But just that system and that process of like, yo, man, let's get our, let's get our, you know, let's get, let's get this in the hands of, you know, get this to the radio station and that's going to be our moment. Like, we're going to make it after that. It, it, the radio is not, it's, it's, it's a place for already established folks. It's not the place to help you get established. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the situation. So, um, hence, the no more please listen to my demo. Uh, is that the topic of the day. Yeah, so, so I mean, uh, when we were talking about it a little bit offline, um, we didn't get into it a whole lot, and I think just kind of saved it for, for the podcast, but... Um, I mean, I know I was saying that I kind of agree and disagree with that in a sense, uh, but I'll, I'll let Dev go ahead and answer first or kind of respond to what what you just said. Uh, there wasn't necessarily a question, but just Dev, how do you how do you feel about those comments? Do you believe it to be true? Do you not? Um, and then I I kind of go ahead and give my input after that. But what you what are your thoughts it, around that? When it comes because I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, okay, so what is the process today for anybody new? to come on the scene and i guess for big artists it's always been coming from other big artists and then them just finally like yo like I a cosign yeah basically like j cole to um to jay-z or mm-hmm. um big sean to kanye mm-hmm. or I'm, i mean i'm going here young thug to birdman like <laughs> but but you know that's that seems like the trend nowadays to go and then pretty much, so I guess you just have to have a buzz in your city. And for whatever reason, that, that um, big artist happened to be back in his city or what have you and listen to you and then pretty much give you a chance. But, you know, back then you were able to go to somebody who wasn't that big. And, you know, so it was pretty much, it was probably more doable, I would say, you know, back then where you could just hand a demo. And then another route, I would say, is as far as the radio is concerned, Usually nowadays it has to get a, a type of internet buzz, so you'll see it on like one mm-hmm. you know hot new hip hop or mm-hmm. OK Player and all that stuff, and then you'll see on the radio they'll have new at two, but the song been like three months old now, mm-hmm. so like that's not considered new music, but on the radio it's like new at two, but the song has already been hot. So I kind of agree with Mylan that it's changed. I, I I will say that it's harder. To do it now because it's hard to get an internet buzz but you it's, it's kind of like they try to make it easier because now you have access to the internet you can push it that way you don't got to catch buses or drive to places and try to get it in people's hands physically where you can sit at home and do everything so in that sense it could be better but then i see where you can still i, I want to say that the probability was probably greater when you were physically getting it to those you know disc jockeys that was able to just toss your stuff on the radio right away mm-hmm. so um i want to say because i mean i'm kind of pro technology so i, I feel <laughs> like i feel like it is okay but in a sense it, it kind of made it harder so then having that uh, the old school style of let you know please hear my listen to my demo or, or mixed well everybody's still doing mixtapes but mm-hmm. the demo thing i think there should be some sort of way where that can happen just so the probability of making it or, you know, trying to get get that chance is greater, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I somewhat agree uh, agree with you, Bev, from the, from the standpoint that, one, 
I think now the internet, whether it be YouTube or, you know, back when there was, well, it's still around, but, uh, you know, they, they, they just had different, these different outlets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I forget what the one, what that one service was called. Um, it was like every independent artist was on it for a while. Um, but, so there, there's these different, these, there's these different internet avenues that allow you to kind of get your music out there. Um, but I think also, I mean, one, let's keep it real. We've all kind of talked about, other than Devin, we don't really listen to the radio a whole lot. You know, Dev <laughs> probably still do. You gotta get the other side of the spectrum. No, you know? no, I mean, you, know? you, you right to do that. You, you able to stay in tune. I'm not gonna front and act like I do listen to the radio a whole lot. But I think what, I think where I kind of disagree with the standpoint that, um, you know, there is like the radio doesn't assist in helping people to kind of blow up is that no there is not the you know there's not the morning show uh anymore or or things of that nature where it's you know we dedicated to just breaking new artists we have new artists come up here in freestyle with there's not that <clears throat> but i think that a lot of these people that are big um they start on their local radio um, but I think the reason why it doesn't come across the same as yo, did you hear that new dude that came mm-hmm. out all of a sudden is because it's because of the internet and because we're able to see people from their early stages and mm-hmm. then like you kinda hear, Oh yeah, I've been hearing about this cat, I've been hearing about this cat, I've been hearing about this cat and then oh he signed to wherever, yeah, right? So, so. And so by the time that they get signed, we've already seen them enough times to where maybe they were on local radio and then it went national mm-hmm. and then it went to all right, now they're getting a deal and so it's not that element of surprise anymore necessarily whereas yo yeah, this cat was on the radio and like he was he was hot fire, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um <clears throat> and I think about that like especially for me, although I don't follow him by any means, I know that we've dogged him a number of times on this on this show. But you know, somebody like Chief Keith, who I remember Pusha T said, I, I I remember hearing an interview where Pusha T was like, "Yeah, I first heard him. Like, I think he said he was on like World Star or something like that. He's like, I just mm-hmm. like the energy." And so he got in touch with his people. They brought him into Kanye. You know, and then that they made it happen. But again, he saw him on the internet first. Of course, yeah. we kept hearing Chief Keef's name. He got that co-sign from Kanye, like you yeah, talking yeah. about. And now he's big. And I don't, you know, I'm sure that he was still out. Yo, listen to my demo. I'm sure he might have had then. some local radio buzz, and that's why his internet views was up or whatever the case was. But there wasn't that. Nobody was gonna bring Chief Keef on to freestyle at two AM in the morning like we got real hip hop heads listening to this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So um so that's why I, I'm saying I do agree because I, I, I think I I would I miss that kind of element of like, yo, this is just the hot new hip hop of the day and everybody hears it kinda at the same time, even if it's yeah. just in a regional sense, like everybody hears it at the same time. We don't really see that now. We do get the beauty of seeing, you know, I saw a dude come from here. And work his way up. I think we saw that with like a Kendrick Lamar, right? Like we kind of saw him yeah. take those take those stages, which is great to see. But we also didn't have, we didn't hear just Kendrick Lamar on the radio one day. Like, yo, this dude, I was just riding down, right. you know, five or yeah, five eighty or whatever. And yeah, and this dude came on. So, uh, so my, I don't know what you have to say about any of that, but that's kind of like where my my headspace is when you talk about that. Yeah, that I mean that's de- and that's definitely. 
my 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 theory of thought on it as well is uh, it's just not it's just and again you know I I don't like to use the word it's not the same but with that being said <laughs> it's imperative that we remember like what we're talking about like it's gymnastics has been the same for like I you don't you don't do something different and then call it gymnastics. Like the Olympics, you know what you're going to get. Now you might get a Dominique Dawes. It's like, man, they, there's backflips and then there's backflips. Like she's doing, a, she's putting a remix on and she's doing her own thing. At the same time, the culture is supposed to have that, that effect on me. Like I'm supposed, like that's what's, you know, so I'm looking at, and I'm not just knocking the radio. I'm saying that the element of surprise itself is, 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 is drastically been removed from the from the culture. I'm talking. There's no Soul Train because that's what so, I mean. Soul mm -hmm. Train. Like I would never. I never heard of Run DMC before I saw Run DMC. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who they were. I, I don't. I don't live in New York, so I don't. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not familiar with these cats. I just turn on Soul Train and they're like Run DMC, and then I'm like, Oh snap! Like who is this? <laughs> Same thing with uh, you know, in the club. Like this. There, it used to be. You know, yo, put this in the hands of the DJ at the club, and it would. If the people are dancing, then it's a hit, and that DJ will continue to keep that in his. Like, there's not that man. It's like man, it's you slide the 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 MP3 with a hundred dollar, you know, a hundred dollar bill, and like play my song. Like that's not, <laughs> not the, like, not the same. And it's like the, the the idea of it's so much a business that it's no longer. It's like a Euro League and a DB and a and a and a and a and a DL League. Like I'm gonna tell you who's the next person. Well, when Don Nelson was a coach, he was like, "Man, I went and found Tyrone Hill playing basketball at the park." Literally, like I mm -hmm. I just found this dude and he was, "Hey, man, you want to come play?" Like that's that's what it's supposed to be. That's why we. That's what basketball used to have. That's why you used to go and watch bat people play basketball at the Rucker and. Mosswood Park in Oakland is because you would sit there and you'd be like, yo, who is that? Oh, that's so-and-so. He go to Mac. What? Like this dude, Demetrius Hook Mitchell, never heard of him. But you see him jump, dunk on somebody at Mosswood, he becomes legendary. Like, yes, his his legend, his his the, the myth of Demetrius Hook Mitchell spreads and you hear different variations of what was seen. But what's happening is it was that moment. If you didn't catch... Like wait the wake up show man like if you didn't catch the wake up show if you missed it you missed it like that this like hip hop is like no it'll it'll be on again tomorrow they play it twice like it's on on Wednesdays at three <laughs> like that's that's the, that's defeat the whole purpose like well no we just giving you more avenues dog we helping you out now you're 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 saturating the the art form with with repeats and 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 your version of what you think I need to hear not. How, who, so so basically, you're telling me there's a stack of CDs or MP3s or whatever is being played at the radio station that some disc jockeys, some DJs going, I'm not gonna push the button on that because I gotta play this Nikki, this Chief, then uh, Gucci Man, then you know this P, P Diddy, and then I'm done. Man, that's all the time we got. <laughs> time to go. Sorry, dog. I wish I could have played you, man. I just don't really have a space. Like I don't know where I would put that in the rotation. So that's so that's. That's that's what I'm seeing. It's just, it's it's not about discovery. It's more about pre presentation. 
So you don't think that that still happens like today, but we just don't see it as listeners? Not at all. That's not, I mean, no, nah, that's not. What I mean, what what might happen is I might go to datpiff.com while I'm down do, downloading Troy Ave. I look over and see some dude named Tyrone Biggums, and I'm like, man, let me see what this fool is about. And I click it, and I'm like, yo, have you heard of this Tyrone Biggums? <laughs> This dude isn't—he's a beast, and I might get that, but I don't get. Again, like that piff, like there's some. That piff has decided. Here's here's music that we're presenting to you, like you know what I'm saying, like. Right. Graffiti was on the side of the train. It wasn't in an art gallery. Art gallery is presenting art to you. Graffiti. I got his walk on the train and like, oh snap! They, somebody painted the whole left side of this booch. That's that's what's up. Like it's just I, I didn't see that coming. Like it's totally crazy. Like wow! Like, I was shocked. Whole left side of the train just painted yellow. Who did that? Looks like it was. It says Dane. Dane did it. Awesome. And hip hop same way. It was like oh man, like Soul Train. Like you you I used to turn on Soul Train having no clue on what was next. Um, I used to even was he, I would I could do that a little bit with um. Freestyle Fridays on 106 in part. Like I don't know who's, mm, I don't know who this is. I don't know who's gonna be there. It could be any. It could be somebody amazing. It could be somebody horrible. But now everything is like, it's to the point where you only get what we're willing to present because we. If you basically if it's made it this far, it's gone through a couple of checks. Right. Appearance check. Content no check. Ignorance check. <laughs> Gold teeth check. Fake booty check. Talking about sex, check. All right, now here, here's this artist. Now wh- wherever I may see him, I might be like, oh, I've never heard of this dude, or I didn't. This is all new to me, but he's gone through checks. It's the 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 radio was from my hand to the DJ. The DJ just played it. So, but let me ask you this, Mylon. Then are you? <clears throat> it is it that there was less checks back in the day, or we just have more access to see when those checkpoints start because and and the reason that i asked that is because like let's take the freestyle friday for example right it wasn't cast from off the street could just come in and audition but you said you still had to audition you still had to battle people and then they said all right you know what y'all two cats is gonna come up and battle next so we didn't we didn't have the opportunity to be like yo but the other dude over there was spitting i mean he didn't get on but he was kind of killing it all we see is still what 106, based upon the people that came in, decided to present to, to, to present to us, right? Or again, like let's take a, um, I mean, whoever, I, I'm, let it maybe it's a Nicki Minaj or whoever it might a Drake even, right? We saw Drake. Drake had a mixtape out. People took awareness to it, so then Cash Money was like, "All right, we finna get this dude and bring him on," and then he goes. Even he gets even bigger, right? But people were talking about like, "Yo, this is Cap from Degrassi," but we saw him pre. You know, we we kind of saw we saw the mix like the first mixtape that put him on. We didn't see, you know, we didn't have first Sway album, come on yeah. and say, "Yo, this dude is killing it." Uh, you know, he finna freestyle for you. Uh, let's because even I would imagine even you know like even back in the day there still had to be some level of well let's make sure this dude's credentials yeah, is like is yeah like is on um, but again like then there wasn't 
Then there was the oh, all right, dude is on the is on the radio. Now let me go and find his mixtape. Now it's almost I could find the mixtape and oh, that's that dude that people been talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it is flipped, but is it? But but I'm wondering for you, do you think that there are more checks, or we just are able to see the more of the checkpoints than we were originally? Well, it's, it's definitely gotten more policy and procedure to it. Before, again, and and I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with organization, receipt, you know, procedure, protocol, or what have you. I'm saying that the protocol previously was so authentic mm-hmm. that it went from me and you making a tape to us chasing down, you know, DJ Cool Hurt. Yeah. Or, you know, red alert and, you know, chasing him down. I know where he lives or my cousin knows his brother that knows his friend. That's how tri- that's how Tribe Called Quest got like there, yeah. there was no there was no straight to, you know, mixtape. It was like, yo, you your your uncle is red alert. Oh, man, we about to do this. <laughs> and like it was about that process. It was about. Let's figure out, let's get our hustle on to get there. Now it's, and I'm not saying folks aren't hustling. I'm saying the hustle is, is real. Now looks like, it's like, it's almost like it goes from, hey man, watch this. Uh, Boys to Men, how, you know, were, were discovered by Bell Biv DeVoe. They just busted out, stopped him and start singing. Okay, boom. He said, I love it. You're signed. Now it's more like, I right, fill out this job application, bro. Send it to me. Uh, I have my people look at it, and then you know. And then if you're hot, you might still get signed. For the most part, that process is like, man, I'm filling out an application. Come yeah. on, I just want to sing. You know, I just want to, I just want to spit real quick. Like that's what it used to be. It used to be rap for people, man. You ain't rapping for nobody. Like, nah, man. It, then it went from you taking a demo. Now it's going to, you know, hey man, hey, he, hey, hey, Kanye, listen to my demo. All right, blood. You put it in Kanye's hand and he never listened to it. That's part of the that's part of the game. Kanye need to tell the story. Like, man, I had I had J. Cole's demo on my couch, man. I just never listened to it. And then when I heard and saw him on the T on the on the video, I was like, man, I I met that dude or whatever. It, that's all part of the, the culture. Now we are we're we're stuck to someone else deciding. And I and I guess it's also a little bit of me not having a lot of trust in those who are deciding the checks. So maybe yeah. even same yeah, because I was gonna say it, yeah. it, it sounds like it was less checks back in the day than it is now, but those checks were coming from people that was already like in the industry that were like, you know, rappers or stuff. So Kanye can't just say, you know, what I mean, well now he can, but you know, back in the day you didn't have to be on a Kanye level or a Jay Z level to just hear somebody out and put them on and then just show them to the world right away. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's like, oh, well, even if I like if J. Cole now was like, oh, man, I do like you, but I can't even tell you, you know what I mean, or sign you because I have to push it through A&R and I got to do, mm-hmm. do this, you know what I mean? So, so, but does that make it harder for the artists nowadays, though? I mean, I definitely think to to get what we would call signed is, is definitely complicated um, because it. It, it it entails more. I don't, I don't want to. You just use the word. I feel like it entails more. Mm-hmm. Those things that it entails are not. Some of them are not. You know, filtering the 
some of them are accidentally and or on purpose filtering out the authenticity of the artist. Like sometimes you got to find like like what John Thompson did with Allen Iverson, man, just just do you. And I say this to this day, man, and you know, people argue me up and down about this, but Larry Brown was the worst thing that ever happened to Allen Iverson. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> filtered him. Yeah. I mean, he completely filtered him. This is like he did, that with, he did that with Jason Williams too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh no, he'd be brown that with Jason Williams. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Jason Williams. Yeah. White chocolate. Like, I there's Pistol Pete and then <laughs> Jason Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. let that man pass it off his elbow, blood. Let that boy cook. <laughs> <laughs> turnovers but when he does it it's beautiful J- jason williams and chris weber one of the most beautiful one two yeah. combos mm-hmm. i've ever seen in my in the hit it's like it was like magic to magic to uh worthy, worthy it was like yeah. it was beautiful and just let them play man like sometimes you got to find a rapper straight up you know rapping on the corner and just be like man i, I want to sign you not hey you seem pretty good take this card email me your ah oh, dude it's <laughs> It's lost in the shuffle net. Right. It's the, the the art is part the part of the art is that shuffle. The part of the the beauty the part of the beauty of graffiti is that they did that without getting caught. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they, they spray painted the whole side of the train like that took hours. They risked it. That's the they took a risk and spray painted a, a, a airplane. I mean, an airplane. Dang! I was like, the greatest graffiti artist ever. If anybody was going in the airway, because of me, I, 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 I innovated airplane spray. <laughs> the creator of airplane graffiti right now. But you, 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 you spray paint the side of a, of a, of a, of a subway train. That's the awesomeness of it. It's, it's different when it's totally different if the subway train folks were like, "Hey man, uh, we give y'all permission to spray paint this this train." It's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be doing it quick and fast. Now, if you say, "Oh man, take your time, bro," like matter of fact, come back down here about three, three thirty. I'll let you spray paint the whole right side. Just whatever you want. And that's not the same. I'm supposed to be risking something. So, so let me ask you this, Marlon, because I because I definitely hear what you're saying, but I'm also wondering. I'm wondering at what point does, essentially, at what point does the does hip hop not grow because it's lost that element and what i mean by that is like you think about kind of the early days of hip-hop right especially like just new york hip-hop right not even necessarily like the earliest days but the the rockims the big daddy canes the biz marquees the tribe called quest all those dudes right like these were cats at the time like all of them just like went to high school it was like three or four different high schools that all of these cats went to, right? They're all at the same parties. They're all at, you know, they're all attending the same events. They have these ciphers that are going on, but they're within a specific region where these things are able to happen, right? And so that's how you get, oh, and a lot of them are, are cousins or, you know, grew up together. Their mamas knew each other, whatever, right? So a lot of that stemmed from we were just in close proximity and we happened to know one another. And so if I'm on, you on, like you talked about, right? Is that, I'm wondering though, is that really sustainable to the point? Like, do we get, do we get a J Cole, right? If it remains that way, 
Because here's this little dude from North Carolina who had to go to New York, who had to beg Jay-Z a couple of times, who got rejected all that time, and then finally his demo just happened to get into the right hands to get to Jay-Z. But it wasn't that, oh yeah, my cousin is... Uh, you know, an A&R for so-and-so who's getting on, but he's still in the neighborhood because this is just what we do. Like, back in the day, Big Daddy Kane or Rakim was still in the neighborhood because there wasn't the the business element, right? So it's a lot easier to touch them. Mm-hmm. I know that the business element has now come on, but it, it also allows for, yeah, um, it allows for Joel Ortiz. I, I was just listening to... Uh, to, to a podcast and he was talking about when he met Dr. Dre right it allows for Joel Ortiz to fly out from Brooklyn to LA to meet Dr. Dre and he and he did what you're talking about my was like yo I like the music I want to sign you let's make it happen like you want to be on Aftermath alright cool we finna draw off the papers and he said it was like that quick so it so it happened that way but also does that happen if we don't open up and allow for the business at least part of the business to kind of separate those, uh, make it so that those very close knit relationships uh, aren't the only way right. to get put on anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, no you you want you want to have Dr. Dre producing the firm, not that they were not famous or you know well-known or what have you. Um, matter of fact, I got to find that album. But listen, <laughs> uh, not that they weren't dope It was or already doing their thing. It's just cross, because I talked about, man, that's another podcast. I talked about how that's another authentic, and I think we, 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 we may touch on it. That's another um, pillage and rapage of the authenticity of hip-hop again, because it used to be going back to folks because everybody, I mean, come on, man. The I Got Five remix, everybody from Oakland is on that thing. Yeah. Everybody. San Francisco used to be JT the Bigger Figure, uh, RBL, San Quinn, uh, Rappin' Fote, Herm. Like, that was, yeah, Mac Maul. Like, that's why we're, well, he's from the Crest in Vallejo. I don't want to get my, 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 my town, <laughs> <laughs> my town card. Every vote. <laughs> Mac Malt is from. Hey, wait, by the minute, I just I have to call out Hip Hop DX real quick, just why I don't don't lose your point. But I was on there earlier, and they put on there they wrote something because you know Too Short got arrested and he decided to go to jail instead of doing probation, so he's going to jail for ninety days instead of three years probation. But they were like Los Angeles rapper Too Short, and I was like, uh, when did he become a Los Angeles uh, rapper, yo? I was like, ah, ju- they just lost a whole lot in my book. But anyway, I just had to throw that out there because you reminded me. Everything. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, it, you know, it used to be that, uh, I mean, three times crazy, five, you know, the, the loonies. Like, rich and rich. Yeah, like everybody was Spice on everybody's one. thing. So, again, it wasn't, and it was about three times crazy. I remember, what, I remember the, <laughs> the first time I saw, I went to a three times crazy concert. And and Kike got arrested, so I saw two times crazy. But <laughs> they no, they had they literally two short had had like a, a, a at at Berryessa late at Lake Berryessa they had like a, a you know two short used to host these barbecues all the time. They were off the hook. If you you you're too young, but they were off the hook. <laughs> um, and they had one, and and something jumped off, and Keek got arrested. So when it was time to perform that night, it was only two. <laughs> oh, times. that's all bad. Wow. Yeah, it was. But it was like. 
I had never heard of these guys. Like, I literally walked into the play like three times crazy. Like, that's an interesting. Name. And it's only two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you something, man. This Adrian, man, he is in my top. I don't, I don't know if I can say 10, but definitely top 15 of most underrated rappers of, of all time. Like, this dude had bar. I was like, who is this? And it was because we had that close-knit connection. And then, yeah, did that change for Richie Rich to be the first Bay Area or, and actually only Oakland native to ever be signed to, uh, actually non-New York person to ever be signed to Def Jam at that time before they you know created Def Jam South mm-hmm. and all that stuff like they signed they signed Richie Rich to Def Jam when he was straight town business it was a horrible album but uh, <laughs> oh it was I mean it just I mean Richie I mean it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't town in that it was it was it got kind of diluted we was excited for him but you know so you got to have those opportunities yeah that, that created opportunity for Richie Rich from East Oakland to be signed to Def Jam but it also diluted the the art because when we when he got there it was like I don't know. That's not. It's not the Richie Rich that we know. Yeah. So I'm. I'm all about the process of you know opening doors where where John Connor from Detroit gets signed to to um the to Dr. Dre um the Death Row. Not, what is Dr. Aftermath. Dre? Aftermath. I was like, what, what, is, what is he doing? Aftermath. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Uh, aftermath. Um, because he's gotten his hype. You know, he his name has been out there. People are hearing about him. That's, that's beautiful. I'm, I, I will never hate on that. But I think again, I think John Connor's process was a little more. It was, it was holistic and more more natural. It was no, yeah. He had to, he went through the struggles, and he'll tell you like I had to, man. I was rapping in these hole in the walls and doing it like that's how it has to be. Like that's how I know that you are awesome. That that you are worth me listening to. Not oh man, you know my uncle like he worked for Viacom and then my cousin. Like yeah, he like he the assistant manager to the oh dude you garbage you like it's like you, you just got here like you just you just ended up here, right. and I feel like again I feel like the process gets tainted when you start to it's like too many too many chefs in the kitchen, too many cooks in the kitchen. It's like yeah you still made the soup, but it don't take twenty twenty cooks to make one 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 pot of soup. Yeah, well, well, you saying all that kind of reminds me or makes me think of. How I think we might have touched on in a couple podcasts where people having their own labels now, like uh, Maybach Music. But what really came to mind now was like, like you said, just do you is our future. Our mm-hmm. future with, um, you know, all those different artists and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they were just based out of L.A. and then they got big. So maybe stuff like that kind of still, you know, it goes back to how, you know, the authenticity of it. Mm-hmm. Was in you know part of the game, and I think that's what Kendrick and them are doing with TDE and stuff New like that. Is, yeah, is so like that. maybe I mean it, it seemed like it was going that route, but I mean it's starting to fade out a little bit. Would you think? Oh man, I I, I think well, I feel like I still feel like there's groups and artists and and cliques that that are that are in route. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you with you, Dev. Like I. I we can have this conversation, and you'll, I'm sure you'll be excited about it. But like, you know, like the tech, you know, I mean, I feel like I feel like I feel like technology, you know, like you know, too short, and others will say, uh, "Disco killed the funk," and and I feel like technology, like killed killed not all of hip hop, but an aspect of just underground hip hop. Like, man, come on, man, like I can go right now, I can leave, I can hang up this pod. We're, we're, look, look at what we're doing. We're creating a podcast because we got a microphone. We're we're not author we need none of us have journalists <laughs> degrees. 
We have no, we, but all you gotta do is go to, I almost gave somebody free advertising. Y'all gotta go to, to a, to a location that sells, uh, music equipment and buy stuff mm-hmm. and you can start, you can, man, I'm, I'm a rapper. Just that fast. I'm a rapper. YouTube page, um, SoundCloud, like you're a rapper. Like it's saturated. It's like too many of y'all clowns. Like it used to be a lot of, and again, people i never want to give you the impression that i am saying that the era the golden era of, the golden era of hip-hop the reason why we call it the golden era is because it had the most dope rappers in it that's the time when like you can turn on the radio like whoa krs1 oh rakim whoa ll cool j like it was they were all over the place <laughs> they're also whack rappers so i'm not saying that there weren't whack rappers whack rappers have they, the ancestry around. line is deep. The lineage <laughs> goes deep across all continents. Like they are everywhere. But but having that, imagine that. Now, ma- rack it used to be whack rappers with nowhere to rap. Now it's whack rappers with everywhere. Everybody. Rap on your phone. Boosie made a uh, album on his phone, son. In jail. It's the worst. Why is he here? <laughs> Why is he making? Why is he making songs? Why? You in jail, bro. Do your time and finish. Finish. Just finish. It, it, so to yeah. me, technology is taking what you what you just said about, oh, it's groups out there that are you know, creating that TDE. But yeah, it's TDEs times 12. It's 50 million TDEs in every city now because all we need is a mic, a laptop, and some and, and our, and our grandma base. Publish. And now, yeah, we, 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 are, we a group now. So... So, but but, but, but let me but let me ask you this, right? Like, I mean, this week, let me back we, up my tech. Huh? Oh, go, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I'll go say, ahead. I'll say, at least with tech, I mean, it, I agree, disagree to a sense that technology is out there and it could saturate it, but it's one of those things like when it gets into the wrong hands. So I don't think technology, in part itself, calling technology a gun, basically. Pretty much, Techno- technology well, is a piece of equipment that came out and in the wrong hands. It can get. Well, so let me ask you this: so, 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 because uh, I, I was, I'm gonna try to back you up on that. This was my question, right? So let's take the technology we have now and put it in 1989. Like, is is would would Big Daddy Kane be any? Less uh, validated than if he had the technique. Like if he just, if you could still, it, there's. I think there's still plenty of people, right, who are buying a microphone, they're doing a demo, whatever. Yet they still battling at the lunch table because that's what they love to do. I agree. There's a there's a ton of people who are just. Throwing words together that don't even really rhyme and calling themselves rappers. I totally agree with that. But I also believe that there are probably people who are going through the same steps because they haven't been heard yet. But they are able to now simultaneously record when that when you just didn't have that element before. And so how much can we... Um, how much can we invalidate their kind of process if they're able to do that simultaneously just because they have access to it right like that's i don't think that's i don't think that's hip-hop's fault that the technology is out now like i think that if there's somebody like uh 
it, you know, I know Joe Budden is huge. Like he 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 credits a lot of his following uh, to the internet, right? Like I don't know if or if there's any kid out there now who I mean I'm out there on the block doing ciphers, but when I go home, I still got a microphone and a computer, so I'm making I'm making a mixtape at the same time. Is there authenticity within hip hop, or is there credibility within hip hop now less? Because they have the ability to do it simultaneously and maybe not, oh yeah, well you had to battle to get into this, uh, to get into the session studio, now. Yeah. yeah, to get into the studio session. Like, well, I got bars. I know I got bars. I've been beating everybody at the school ground. I just, well, if you're not going to let me in there, I'm going to get it another way. Like, that's just what's available to them. So, I, how much can we fault hip-hop and the business you know, and to Dev's point, because it's available, some people are going to do it. And would we have had the same amount of people doing it back in '89 as we do now? Versus, this is just what's available, and there are a lot of cats who are going through those same processes, but they're just able to now kind of do a more polished version simultaneously. I'll, I'll say this, and that, that's a very good, very valid point, and um, one that. I, I hope this analogy. Uh, I used this at this at this summit today, and I, I blew my own mind. I don't usually blow, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> when I, my mind was blown. I was like, "That that's really good." So, uh, I, I I think the difference is if you look at the Five Heartbeats, the movie, um, and when you watch the, I think it's I feel like it's the opening scene, and you know the, the Five Heartbeats. On the side of the stage, waiting for another group is on stage performing. And it, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to use fictitious. I'm going to use real life. Think, think about the OJs, the Temptations, Gladys Knight, and the Pips. Okay, mm. if they were doing a talent, if they were doing an open mic, and all three of those people got on stage, if Chief Keith came out, <laughs> I don't. No one would. He, I, you do, you would not need Mylon to say, man, Mylon, you always hating on some. He would be, boo, <laughs> get off the stage. What I just saw was talent. Gladys Knight pitch, talent. Patti LaBelle, talent. OJ's talent. Temptation, talent. Marvin Gaye, talent. Smokey Robinson, talent. What are you doing? Why are you here? So it goes back to what we said, and, 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 and there's a connection to this bridge. There's, we, we talked about this with the N-word in the last podcast. And I'm and I'm really sticking to this, and I, I had to write it down because I didn't realize that that's where my 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 angst with hip hop is. Somebody left the gate open, and so now we're at the point where, because technology gives it. This is the analogy I use: is technology has put it not just technology, just like and this is the same analogy I would use for the N word again. Somebody left the gate open, so what happened is it's just like the the scene in Coming to America where they left their suitcases out. And they went in to mm -hmm. look at the apartment. When they came back, mm -hmm. everybody was wearing their robes. And and mm -hmm. and, and, and um, mm -hmm. he said, "Let them have them." He's like, "These are our things." He's like, "Let them have them. Let let them wear our, our kingly robes." Because what am I gonna do, man? Am I gonna chase down everybody? Take my necklace off this dude? Take my robe? It's too many people. It's all. It's out. It's all over the place. The whole the whole community now has all my clothes. Nothing I can do. It's out. Somebody left. I left the gate open. The moment they left. The suitcase on the street, that was their fault. And that's what hip-hop has done. The moment hip-hop is not about, so the answer is, it's not about 
the technology. It's about the fact that the technology would not, in, in 1965, you try to sing behind James Brown and you come with this garbage, you're going to get booed off the stage. We're not allowing it. We're not, we're not, the gate will remain closed. Talent only. Nope, nope, you can't get in here. So we had technology in 1989. I personally believe that if you're not coming like Rakim, LL, or, you know, Brand Nubian, or Tribe Called Quest, it's good. well, not Tribe Called Quest in 1989, but you know my point, is that if you're not coming like a real salt and pepper or whatever, you, you're going to be like, man, get, get, this, get this group up out of here. Now, mind you, doesn't mean that you can't make a tape. Like, one of my favorite artists, MC Shy D. People used to laugh like crazy. Like, you like, he can't rap. I like I like Shy D. Shy D, if you still out there, I rocks with you. <laughs> I mean, I, I got your tape. I rocks with you. And it's like, why? Well, he's, compared to everybody else, he is garbage. But I like him. But no one would ever, they were not allowing Shy D to be the next uh, Rakim. It's like, nah, dog. Right. Bob ain't they're like nah talent talent only. So the, the the answer to your question is, if we if we had technology in 1989 and we left it on the street, yes, we would be running amok just like we're running amok now. But in 1989, I I I believe KRS, nah, <laughs> nah, like no, nobody's not. They're not allowing it, bro. Like you're you you can grab this technology and make a tape and bring it out, but we're, people to this day they was dissing Sugar Hill. Like nah, dog, y'all ain't. <laughs> that's not hip hop. Like that were the first ones on wax, son, and they like they got this. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you call it hip hop if you want. We know what it really is, and that was the first one on wax. Somebody let the somebody like let somebody let them sneak behind them when they brought the gate in, and they and they let them know Sugar Hill ain't real. I don't know how they got in here, but they not they not with us. So it it, it sounds like though it sounds like. Um... Like, I guess back then where you say, you know, people, I feel like people had to have the full package because I guess if the, if the rules back then were applied now, then there would be some good artists out there where if they were lazy or something, they wouldn't be able to get on that stage. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you're trying to get on that stage. So that's a whole nother yes. drive as far yes. as now, once you get on the stage, now you got to bring what you've been doing, you know, exactly. the whole foundation. Exactly. So now that the fact that everybody exactly. can get on stage, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, dang, hold on, all these people, we can, now we got to find yeah. those J. Coles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So see, you, just, you just lost one. See, they, see hip hop? <laughs> yeah, I brought him to the dark side. Got no, him. but it's not that. It's not that. But then now if that was to stay the same, then how do we find those great artists? We can't have lazy, good artists. Or we can't have those artists that just can't get to the door to to get in line to get on stage. You you, you own it, Devin. But I'm saying I'm, I'm telling you, go back again. Look at the five heartbeats. I'm telling you. Look at look at look at look at um look at Eight Mile, dude. Bring no. You're welcome. Come on up with your whackness and your laziness. Come on, come on up and get get ate up by bunny rabbit because you you can't rap. You you don't get to. It's not, and that's the part that. That yeah, you fight and struggle to get that CD or that demo into the hands of that DJ. If he plays it and you don't, or he listens to it like, dude, you're whack. Or he plays it, and then the other people and the people say it's whack. Rakim said it himself. Now you hear it on the radio. The R's requested. Like you gotta want this, man. Like people have to want sure. you, not you just. I went through the. I I I filled out the application. Therefore, I'm on the radio. That's not how it's supposed to work. I got. I have. I have Pro Tools, therefore I'm on the radio. Nah, dude, you didn't even. Nah, right. you're not. 
how did you get here? How did you? How are you? How is it James Brown, you, and then Marvin Gaye? Like, how did that work? Like, how did? <laughs> how did? How did you? How did you get in the lineup? Because because what I feel like now is that a lot of rappers who are whack are harder workers than the good rappers. To be honest, uh, a lot of people who really just want to do it, they're the the whack rappers are like. The hardest workers, like as far as trying to pub it and promote it and do these shows and all that stuff, and those are usually the whack rappers. Whereas the good rappers are just like, nah, man, you know, I'm just gonna do my thing. You know, it's just, you know what I mean? It's kind of like that. And that, kind of, oh, well, that brings up a point where it's like it's more of an art form for those people. So if it's too much of the hoopla and they just can't go up to the side of the train and spray, they gotta sign up and register to go to the art gallery. They're not trying to put in all that work. To go and I'm like forget it, I'm not gonna be in the art gallery then. I'm just gonna continue to spray on the side of these trains and nobody really seeing me. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's true. I mean, Devin, you're there. It's not <laughs> like you're there. You just don't want to be. It's like you're on. <laughs> like you take to the dark side, but you're mad at yourself. You're right. You're saying the same. Like yeah, I'm spraying on this train, but at the same time, I spray on the side of this train. If I spray on the side of this train, other graffiti artists will look and be like, this dude is whack. They will cross you out. They will spray a line through your graffiti. Be like, you're whack, but stop right. I've seen it. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I won't go to jail. I used to, when I used to write graffiti, when I used to, when I, when I, when I was in, into graffiti, I would see that like, yo, this is for real, bro. Like, if, if you write something whack, somebody will garbage and then let you know. So and so wrote this. Like they will, it will be clear. Right. <laughs> it's not gonna just be a line like, "Dude, you're whack. Stop writing, son." Like, don't. Every time I see you, I will line you out. You are garbage. And that's the th- when you. That's the, that's the thing about the the world of graffiti. When you see uh, a side of a train painted, what you don't realize is the the industry or not the industry the the the, the world of graffiti artists respect it because there's no graffiti over it the mm-hmm. fact that you're seeing they it, left it there yeah they left it there they said dude is nice if he was whack they would paint it over it. Paint, I mean yeah. and and that's so we, you're saying the same thing I'm saying you're saying yeah man you know how did you know if you get to the stage I'm gonna work harder so I'm gonna go well I can't paint on this train I'm gonna go paint another train dude you're still whack just because you go paint <laughs> on another train doesn't mean that you're not whack you don't know what you're doing. So you having Pro Tools, you going elsewhere, you figuring I left this, I left the gate open, and you grabbed a couple of my 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 robes and hats. That does not make you a king, son. You got the yeah, you got the robe, but you're not a king. You're just not, and that's and you realize that. It sounds like you're there. You just got to get landing there. <laughs> no, so what I'm hearing is I'm a right? I'm a just what this is what landing hears. <laughs> we was talking earlier about me talking to third party. This is when you got to defend yourself for real. Like what landing hears is basically Mylan is mad at radio programmers because they are the ones that are deciding. Stupid people with access to technology, calling themselves rappers, although they aren't, are getting on the radio. It's not technology's fault. Technology no. is just there. I, I agree. There are plenty of great artists and rappers who have technology, and if used right, we would have more access to more artists mm-hmm. because well, the technology is there. But because there are also whack people who can now create music, CDs, whatever, uh, and like, radio programmers are, those are the allowing, yes, and those are the gate are allowing these whack people who did not pay any dues to now get on the radio 
that is causing a plethora of other issues. Yes. So that's what I hear. Yes, that's what you you hear from this day forth. My my statement shall be: Hip hop is dead, comma because we left the gate. <laughs> and Dang, what, he didn't add it. I didn't. You, you thank you, Landon. You're giving me more to add to my own. <laughs> Listen, people. I know we didn't start this program for y'all to tune in or this podcast for y'all to tune in every week to hear hip hop is dead. Right, but that's what Mylan. If you have not heard already, this is what Mylan believes, and he has found a number of ways to say it. And I think he has landed on. We left the gate open. I I can't argue that the gate is not open, but I also will not argue that hip hop is dead either. But you, but you do admit the gate is open. The gate is open. I, that's that's it's, very it's, clear. It's the open. gate is open. It's wide open. But the, it's burned but down. The real gatekeepers gotta gotta <laughs> snatch it back. It's much. burned but, down. But, it's, but, but and again, you gotta. Uh, I'm gonna always use this analogy, man. Think it. Go back to my coming to America analogy, man. Look at look at that scene. Google I, it. I agree. I know exactly yeah, what yeah. scene you're talking you, about. You, yeah. you cannot. You there's too much. You, you cannot go grab it back. You, there's too much out there. Like you left it open. It's too much. You cannot. Then, just like. When I was I was having a conversation at the summit about today about the N word, like you can't go take it back. You've let you, and it's not even about the people who have it. It's like you said. I wouldn't even use the term. I'm mad at the gatekeeper at the at the new gatekeepers of the programming. I'm mad that we left the gate open. No one, nobody else left the gate open. Man, orchestra. Yeah, but but music, but man, classical music does not have an issue with ignorant artists coming up decide that they go you know like if you if you are putting out a classical orchestra like dude there's rules like dog you will you will get shut down quick that nope that is not orchestra music thank you good night no but wait but i'm gonna blame but but i'm gonna blame so this is where i'm gonna i'm gonna extend your coming to america analogy and this is where i i blame fans or so-called fans and people people consuming music Yes, you might be. You might have been one of the dudes that got the luggage and threw on the robe. But I just saw you on the block last week. You can't convince me that you're now a king. And if you do so, then I'm stupid. That's not about a gatekeeper. That's not about. That's about a stupid fan saying this dude is a dope MC when he's not. Like. Yeah, I might call myself that. I might rock the crown. I might rock the jewel. Dude, I know you must have stuck somebody up. Or I know you must have found that in the trash. Or I know something must have happened. But you still live with your mama. You not uh, you not an African king. Like, that's just... Okay, check this check this out, brother. This, this is deep. This, are you sitting down? Okay. I'm sitting down. Did he lift down. the case off the nuclear <laughs> Just lifted the case. So you said, brother, I saw you on the blog last week. I know you are not a king. You can't convince me. Absolutely correct. You cannot convince the king that you are a king. He's not trying to convince the king. He's convincing the other brother wearing the other robes and walking around with the gold toothbrush. King, king. What up, king? They are now king. They're good. They they know, but they're, they're convincing each other. They... If you 
the scene from Coming to America, they no one walked. They were walking by each other. They were not. They didn't even notice the actual king was in the room. That he had came back like, yo, y'all got my stuff. They didn't even see him. So much so, <laughs> a, a fake king walked up to the real king and tried to sell him a gold toothbrush. <laughs> you, this is hip hop. You stole my toothbrush, gold one, 24 karat, and had the unmitigated gall, the audacity to try to sell it back to me. You're so ignorant, you don't even realize I'm the one you stole it from. Come on, your mind is blown. Have a second. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> look. I could go with this coming to America okay, analogy right, all day. Right. <laughs> I could. I could break this down in so many different ways. This might be a part two. Joe. Right. We just do an analogy of coming to America. Is it gets deep? It does get deep. I mean, brother. But, the brother but to I would say, in the event of that, in in the in the the way that that we know that that event happened. You know, the suitcase has been open. People are wearing the stuff. But there is little tidbits of trying to revise <laughs> hip-hop by so, bringing back some of the elements like we talked about. So you're saying I got a sock and a t-shirt still in the, in the <laughs> suitcase and I'm, I'm going to try to bring my wardrobe back up to par. No, but I do believe that there's a lot of people who are trying to bring the, the authenticity of hip-hop back into it. Like we said... Groups being a good thing, like Maybach and Our Future, and even though some of them are, are whack, the fact that that is happening can can open the door for opportunity of bringing the authenticity back. Things like bringing awareness. Well, we've been talking about that off air, but having like a radio of underground artists, things like that. You know what I mean? The fact that it at least there's still you know paramedics out there <laughs> that's trying to revive. Yeah, some, you know what I mean? I won't necessarily claim it did. The death certificate has not been signed. Okay? That's and that's it's all not, we've been trying to that's all we've been trying to say. It's not signed, man. It's I would not, I would roll with that <laughs> coming to American analogy and flip it again. But it's unflippable. I can't because look, because look, you were looking at it from two different standpoints. I'm not I, wait wait. I'm this 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 is how I'm viewing it, right? This is how I'm viewing it. We got the let's say let's say right now. I don't know. There's there's just there's a number of kings like there's a number of great MCs right, and then there's all the clowns that stole the luggage, and is walking around the city in African garbs and crown and people because I know it's gonna be somebody. Yes, all people. All black men are kings. All black women are queens. We're not talking about this in the literal we're sense the of how we're, we're just talking about the movie and we're using the analogy. So don't come at us with that. Anyway, so back to the back to the analogy. So we got these idiots walking around in all this African guard talking about I'm a king. Now there's me on the who lives in the apartment building next to you, and I saw you. I see you every day walking in and out of that apartment building, and then you try to tell me I'm not the king because I'm not an MC. I'm not claiming to be one. I'm not anything, but I am a. I I am just. I I live amongst the people, and I live amongst you who are now telling me that you a king when I see you every day. You cannot convince me that you're a king when I know what a king really looks like. So, so. Uh, uh, 
Chief Keef, I don't know, he's just the first one that came to mind. Young Thug can't come to me and tell me, yo, son, I'm a king, I'm real hip-hop, I'm an MC, (laughs) because... No, you just stole some stuff out the suitcase because I live next to you and I know you're not a king. So that's what I was. That's what I was saying when I when I was talking about these dudes trying to front, talking about the kings. Not that he's trying to convince Birdman because clearly he got Birdman fooled because he signed him. So Birdman is the other dude with the crown apparently, but. You can't convince me, the dude who lives next to you, just the consumer of the music, that you are a king or you're a great MC because I know better. Because I know who you are. Yeah, you, you know better, but you know better from the first round. And that's, again, what's happened is the gate's been open, the suitcase has been out, people have put on the robes, they've put on the, the daishikis, they've, they've, they've taken my gold toothbrush, and now... It's going from that group to another generation. Also, oh, fake garments, fake robes, <laughs> another group, fake garments, <laughs> fake robes. And to the point where you go back and you say, you can't fool me because I know what a king is. By the time he gets to that third generation, if you're born into you, you if basically you're born, you're born in the third generation, out looking like little Wayne, you're looking at the, the second generation of, uh, of, 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 of the Carter with the with the suit on and and, and, and tattoos. Like what? How did it? Hey, man. You, this is where we are because everybody's fooled everybody's fooled at this point because it's to, to the point where being fooled is the, is the reality it's not even it's not it's being fooled is is the new reality it's the new real and that's why we appreciate these artists that's coming out nowadays to to put the to put the uh staff into the ground it's like no <laughs> everybody around me are whack rappers i'm one of the few yeah, and, and and I and I totally I agree. Like I, I, and I and I've said this to you before that yeah, when you you know when I said it's dead, and you're like, well, what about Kendrick? What about J Cole? Those are moments where somebody put down the staff mm-hmm. and said, I'm a real king. I, I don't know. You, I know you've been listening to to the, to these fake, but this is this is the real authentic. I, my my lineage is proof. And oh man, it's a good go on. But I was like, but then like I said, we said in another podcast too that when you do go around and you start talking to the the people who live in the community, they would agree that these rappers are whack as well. As well. These kings are not kings as well. I, so what, you know what is it? That's another, that's just like, Dev, that's another podcast. I'll yeah, just so, that I do true. not believe that the majority of people, I don't, I, only person I hear calling whack rappers whack is me. I think everybody else is in love with these cats. Like, like, I'm in love with the Coco. Like I feel like they're in love with these whack rappers. Like I really why did I quote him? But listen, I really feel that that's where we are. It's like everybody so that's another to me that's another podcast. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say everybody. I, I, I feel like there's a large generation of folks slightly fooled. Or well, agreeing at least. Yeah, I that is another podcast. I have another thought on that as well. But <laughs> let's just wrap it here. Yes. Yo, people, um, I know we we got into some weird. Mylon always starts these analogies. I'm gonna just throw it out there. It's always his fault that we get it's into them, but we gotta keep going with him just so that it all makes sense in the end. So, so he's yeah. not completely pulling the tug on the tug yeah. of war. Yeah, just <laughs> follow us on that uh, coming to America analogy somehow. Um, no, 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 that, 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 no. Listen, I'm, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm still picking up brain particles right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
Go let just revisit the movie. Go talk to Hakeem for a minute if you need to. Do whatever you gotta do, but just stay with us on that and and break it down for yourself. Um, let's come back, yo. Okay, I'm gonna just put this out here now on this podcast because I know we've been on a lot of like just getting on hip hop lately. But Mylan, I know you mentioned one of your underrated MCs. Can we do that next week? Like just do the underrated. Like we all come with like I don't know three to five like. Underrated cats, okay. Either underrated uh, 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 or or underappreciated. Of all time. Of all time, whatever you want. Wow, that's that. Wow, that's. I'm just you saying. You always like some whack number, like three or like two. Like it's two. Uh, that's gonna have me. I mean, <laughs> we can do. You want to do ten? I don't. I mean, I don't you know how far back we want to go. Are y'all trying okay. to have your own Mount Rushmore of underrated? I, that's what I'm. I was trying to okay. keep it simple, yeah. but he want to go to go to ten or twenty. Like, what you want to do? Uh, we, we 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 shall discuss offline. I, I, I have to. I have lots to think about. There. I, I mean, I was just trying to, you know, I was just trying to give a starter number. But we should also this just in my mind because I know that the term uh, uh, underrated is used a lot. But I think oftentimes we need to separate underrated versus just underappreciated. And I think that's two different things. So I think it'd be cool to discuss that and where people fall. Okay. Uh, just to just to big up some of the folks that don't really get the big up that they deserve. Um, just since he mentioned that, and just so that we don't end on hip hop is dead again, <laughs> uh, while Mylan sweeps up the rest of his brain particles um, from <laughs> he he blew his brains out because hip hop is dead. Apparently, I don't know some some like that. Mind particles, not brain. Uh, whatever, you, right <laughs> yeah, just, whatever. <laughs> anyway, brain, uh, um, it's not fine, but it's it's the best that it's gonna be. The brain is all I got. <laughs> so, yo, people, look. Go to the Facebook page. Just search Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you can shoot us an email at hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts. Give us your insights. Any questions you have. Any ideas for podcast topics. Um, just whatever. Just let us know that you that you listening, that you're tuning in. Um Yo, you can find any of us on Facebook, Landon Hill, Devin Howard, Mylon Drake. Um, I, maybe just send something because I actually I don't usually accept people I don't know. But if you send me a message or something, say that you listen to the podcast, then hey, I'll add you. So right. just do that. Um, yeah, just find us. Let's keep the conversation. It's all about the conversation. All about the conversation. So let us hear from you. Um, yeah, anything else, fellas, before we, uh, before we hop off this thing? With that being said... That's a wrap for me. That's that's it. I, actually, it, 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 I did I did have something, um, but because my mind is blown, I totally forgot. <laughs> well, we will catch y'all on the next one. Then we're gonna push these chairs back from the round table and holla at y'all in a week. Peace. Peace.